0: to deliver the word praise him praise him praise him hallelujah hallelujah come on feel after him just a moment right now feel after him though it be not very far from any one of us lift up your voice right now Let the lifting of my hands and the praise of my lips be a sweet-smelling savor. Let the lifting of my hands be as the evening sacrifice. Let everything that hath breath, right now praise the Lord. Come on, don't just let them do it for you. Lift up your voice and give God praise. Hallelujah 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 amen i feel a deep anointing in this place tonight how many know that god is standing in this room right now ah lord i feel the holy ghost in this place tonight i feel the holy ghost in this place I don't want to go to church where Jesus doesn't go. I don't want to go to service where Jesus doesn't go. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, amen. I thank God for what I feel here tonight. I will confess that this is a fun place to preach. Amen. I like this. Amen. Amen. It also is a great indicator of the spirit of your leadership bishop first lady williams we love you appreciate you your wonderful hospitality i will not be here in november to celebrate your 10th anniversary but god bless you amen pentecost is proud of you your friends are proud of you and god is proud of you amen thank the lord for godly people Amen, amen, amen. If you'll turn with me in your Bibles tonight to the book of 1 Samuel chapter 21, I'll read just a few verses. And I will tell you this, that I feel less of a message and I feel more of a word to give you tonight. 1 Samuel chapter 21, verse number 8 And David said unto Ahimelech, And is there not here under thine hand a spear or sword? For I have neither brought my sword nor my weapons with me, because the king's business required haste. And the priest said, The sword of Goliath the Philistine, whom thou slewest in the valley of Elah. Behold, it is here, wrapped in a cloth behind the ephod, if thou wilt take that, take it, for there is no other save that here. And David said, There is none like that, give it me. And David arose and fled that day for fear of Saul. And he went to Achish, the king of Gath. And the servants of Achish said unto him, Is this not David, king of the land, did they not sing one to another of him and dances saying Saul had slain his thousands and David his ten thousands? And David laid up these words in his heart and was sore afraid of Achish, the king of Gath. He changed his behavior for them before them. He faked himself mad in their hands. He scratched on the doors of the gate and he let spit run down and drool down on his beard then said Achish unto his servants lo see this man is mad wherefore then have ye brought him to me have i need of madmen that you have brought this fellow to play the madman in my presence shall this fellow come into my house david departed thence into the scape to the cave of adullam a prophet Verse number 5 of 1 Samuel 22. And the prophet Gad said unto David, Don't stay here. Get out and get the end of the land of Judah. And David departed and came into the forest of Hereth. I feel in the Holy Ghost tonight. I'm not going to be long, I promise you. But I do feel like I have a word from God for this ministry and for this church. Let's lift our hands and ask the Lord to touch us. God, we commend ourselves into your hands. Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. I commend my words and my heart. In the name of Jesus, which you speak, give us ears to hear and a heart to receive. In Jesus' name, amen. Lord bless you tonight. You may be seated. I want to preach tonight for a few moments On the resurrection of Goliath. This is one of the weirdest chapters in all of David's life. This is one of the most peculiar and one of the most bizarre sagas that is ever recorded in the life of David. And mark my words, David had some weird moments. But there was none more weird than this moment. None more peculiar than this moment. It is in this text that fear and trembling is the opening tension of the text. And then David said and came to Nob and Ahimelech. And Ahimelech was afraid at the meeting of David and said unto him, why are you here alone and nobody with you? When David appeared on the scene, they could sense that something wasn't right. Something was wrong. Something was out of place. And the opening tension of this story is Ahimelech the priest is afraid. David approached Ahimelech the priest in Nob. This is only about two miles from Saul's house. And the priest highlights David's vulnerability and introduces more than just an understanding of fear but one of treason. In chapter 21 and verse 7, Ahimelech recognizes that one of Saul's spies was there. And he explains why the priest was afraid. His fears were realized in the next chapter as Saul slaughters so many of the priests under the hand of Ahimelech. But here in this text, David makes one of his first mistakes. In chapter 21 and verse 8... He asks, is there any weapons here? And he says, why don't you have a weapon? He said, because I'm in a hurry. And the priest said, the sword of Goliath, the Philistine, whom thou slewest in the valley of Elah. Behold, it is here wrapped in a cloth behind the ephod. If you want it, take it. We don't have anything else here. And David makes the most absurd statement. He says, give that to me. For there is no sword like that sword. The only problem with that is that sword isn't very good. And that sword wasn't very powerful. It wasn't strong enough to deliver Goliath. And it wasn't strong enough to deliver the Philistines it wasn't strong enough to bring victory in from the man from gath it wasn't strong enough to release the power of the philistinian nation to conquer israel in fact it wasn't very good at all why would david resurrect this because david was operating out of a reactionary fear and this is his first mistake the irony of goliath's sword is that this story, in a weird and ironic way, becomes the resurrection of Goliath's identity. From the book of 1 Samuel chapter 17, we hear crickets about Goliath. But when David begins to operate out of fear instead of faith, it's almost like he reaches for what cannot save him and what cannot help him. I've come to tell somebody tonight that you do not need the weapons... Of the fallen warriors uh, of hell's army. Uh, you do not need the weapons uh, of earthly carnality. Uh, you have a promise. Uh, you have an anointing. Uh, God doesn't need you uh, to act bizarre in order to see a miracle come to pass. And in this strange way, Goliath is resurrected. 21 and 10 kind of sums up. Uh, The lunacy of the next few chapters. David rose and fled that day for fear of Saul. And where did he go? He went to Achish. The king of Gad man the Bible says in 21 and 12 David laid these words up in his heart and was very afraid of Achish the king of Gath we have David acting bizarre we have the lunacy set in these chapters the tension is there in the text David is not just afraid he's very afraid and as he's very afraid he begins to get Goliath's sword and seems to have a bizarre idea. I will run to Achish, the Philistinian king. Why in the world would he get that sword? And why in the world would he go to Achish? Because in a moment of sheer disbelief, he began to operate out of fear instead of faith. I come to tell somebody, you've got to stand still right here. You're on the precipice of a mighty revival of a great outpouring of the Holy Ghost don't move in fear don't respond in fear do not react the Bible doesn't call it the reacts of the apostles it calls it the acts of the apostles we are not reactionary we do not respond to doubt we're bigger than the pettiness we rise above the trifling matters the trivial does not control us we will not run we will not hide we will not scurry off we will not hatch bizarre and reactionary plans we are anointed to be King. Hallelujah. I feel in the Holy Ghost tonight so that you know where I'm at what I'm feeling for. I'm gonna feel after this until the moment I feel God take it from me, and when He takes it from me, it's all yours. But I feel like somewhere in the next few minutes, God is gonna release the gift of faith. And the gift of faith is different than faith. Faith comes amen and every man is given a measure of faith and also you can get faith by the hearing of the word of God but when the gift of faith comes it banishes all doubt all unbelief leaves the room and the Holy Ghost walks in and miracles begin to happen because you're not operating out of the what if scenarios and the how come issues you're standing in the holies of holies and in the presence of God we're going to work tonight past the altar for a minute we're going to work just around the labor for a second but somewhere in this service you're going to get to the holies of holies and when you get there don't listen to me step out and begin to move on faith I've come to tell somebody that the devil is gonna tempt you uh, to react Uh, but you are not called uh, to be the reactions uh, of the apostles Uh, you are actionaries Uh, you are prophetic Uh, you operate in another dimension in the strangest of ways Goliath seems to get up out of the grave in the most peculiar ways david stands again against the very shadow of that august and great figure named goliath the painful irony is that in first samuel 17 and 11 the army of israel was paralyzed in fear But in chapter 21, David was paralyzed in fear as well. And he began to hatch up bizarre, absurd, ridiculous plans. I'll tell somebody in the Holy Ghost, the craziest your life will ever get is when you try to help God bring the miracle to pass. The most bizarre, the most inexplicable that you ever live in a time in church uh, is when you start trying to hatch up assistance uh, for the God of heaven. Uh, You don't carry him. You don't lift him. He lifts you. Uh, Armed with Goliath's sword and seeking asylum in Goliath's homeland to bring what is known uh, as an ideological resurgence of this threatening power of Goliath's force long dead and laying in his grave now he is resurrected in the ideological it was here that Goliath's sword goes back to Goliath's hometown and seeks to take the legend's place in Achish's army You must wonder why would David want to use the sword of a warrior now deceased of whom the same sword failed to protect, the same sword failed to deliver. Gone is the moment in David's anointing when he says, I come to you not with spear or sword, but I come to you in the name of the Lord. Now he's resurrected the fear factor in his life having resurrected this he rose with a false assumption there's no sword like it give it to me verse 10 and David rose and fled that day for fear why are you running if there's no sword like that sword why are you operating out of fear if there's no sword like that sword because fear will make you run fear will make you hide Fear will make you hatch plans. Fear will make you deceive yourself. But when you operate in faith, my God, there's something that begins to transpire that is greater than anything. 21 and 13 says that he was in their hands now. His plan is spoiled. His hope is gone causes david now under arrest confined taken captive the bible says great fear is his motivator i've come to tell the rock church you do not need to fear do not fear him which can destroy your body but rather fear him which can destroy both body and soul in hell. Sometimes you got to be more afraid of God than you are of men. More afraid of going back on the promise than you are of listening to the doubters. David, now spoiled, having put his faith in the wrong thing. He's got a hatch A plan of pretense gone is the gravitas of the anointing gone is the dripping oil off his head and off his ruddy cheeks now with a pathetic excuse for victory he starts living in hatched up dreams that turn into nightmares disassociated with the miraculous disjointed with the prophetic he's got to hatch up a running plan a resurrection of old fears and lives like he's never had a victory lives like he would never called and lives like he was never sent he has no choice but to run but they who are called don't run stand still and see the glory of the Lord he changed his behavior see when you change your weapons you got to change your hiding place and when you change your hiding place you got to change your behavior see they're not having a song problem in this world uh, man it's cuz they're living in a strange land they can't find anointing The reason they can't sing in the anointing isn't because they're in a dry spell. It's because they're in a strange land. How do you sing the Lord's song in a strange land? When you have strange confidence, you have strange flesh, and you have strange activities. The Bible says they worship the devils because they sacrifice with no faith. Having changed his weapon, he changes his hiding place. No longer is the Psalms Rock of Ages cleft for me. Let me hide myself in thee. Now he's hiding in the provision of the flesh, hiding in Goliath's hometown, and brings the weapon of the fallen national hero home because he's packed a scheme and a scam in his mind. His behavior changes. No longer dancing. No longer whirling a sling. He's got a plat- plot and hatch another scheme got to feign himself mad. He's got to pretend. See, when you're anointed, you don't have to pretend you're holy. You just have to be holy. You don't have to pretend you're anointed. uh, You just got to get in the flow of it and enjoy it. You got to let it flow through you that God's gift is no longer to you uh, but it is to you to flow through you uh, and when you're living in the anointing you're not living out of fear you're walking in the Holy Ghost uh, and you know exactly where you're supposed to be Uh, Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem if I forget thee uh, let my right arm forget her cunning uh, and let my tongue cleave uh, to the roof of my mouth But having the wrong sword, he has to go to the wrong place. Having the wrong sword in the wrong place, he gets the wrong outcome and the wrong results. You don't get the Lord's results in the land of the Philistines. You don't get the Lord's results living in Goliath's hometown. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. But having the wrong sword, having the wrong motivators, he's got to go to the wrong place. He's arrested. He's confined, constricted. I tell you, man, he can't get out. And now that he's got the wrong results, he's got to plot and embarrass himself. Let me tell you something. what fear will do is tempt you to make yourself absurd to make yourself ridiculous to come down off the wall and make a fool of yourself to squabble and fight and war with accusation but God didn't call you to be little God didn't call you to be trivial. God didn't call you to be pathetic. He called you to be great. He called you to be the king. He called you to be anointed. He didn't call you to resurrect Goliath. He called you to walk in faith. He called you to step where no man has stepped. Do what no man does. You're not called to hash and rehash the past. You're called to walk in the spirit. For you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. But you will walk in the spirit. So he has to humiliate himself. He has to run up the door and slam himself against the wall. He's got to start scratching frantically. He's got to let drool run down his beard. He's got to let a crazy look in his eye. He's got to start gnawing on his tongue. He's got to start lashing out. He's got to start hurting himself. But God didn't call him to do that. God called him to dignify Israel with an anointed worshiping kingship. When King... Who are called to worship? uh, Stop worshiping and start running. Uh, They're absurd, Uh, they're a joke, Uh, they're a fool, Uh, they're stupid looking, Uh, they act like an idiot. Uh, But when I'm in the anointing, uh, that's where God wants me. That's what God wants you to have. What are you doing down here, David? It seems so bad that I thought I'd help the Lord out. I thought I'd hatch up some help for God Almighty. Amen. David, you don't carry him. He carries you. David, that's not your kingdom. That's his kingdom. David, that's not your throne. That's his throne. For he sitteth up one and he puts down another had it not been for the lord who was on our side you couldn't have got here you could not be here tonight there, there's no way 10 years brother it's powerful it's unbelievable but there's no way you could have been here had it not been for the lord who was holding the Rock Church together. Man didn't send this man here, and man can't take him out, because when the Lord has called you, you don't have to go and hatch it up. God will provide. The deeper we get into doubt and unbelief, the more we look a fool the more we gotta spit run down our mouth the more we gotta scratch at the door the more we gotta make ourselves escape by some foolishness and the king of Achish said what do you think we have a deficit of crazy people what would you bring me this guy for I don't need more crazies get him out of here he ain't even worth keeping around He's no trophy to me. You're no trophy to hell when you abdicate your responsibility. When you get distracted and operate in diversion and distraction, hell don't even want you. Hell isn't even impressed with a king that won't walk in his calling. Hell isn't even impressed with somebody who can't think clearly about it. Get him out of here. I don't even want him. I went on YouTube not long ago and I scrolled down and typed in the name of one of the greatest preachers in Pentecost that had backslid. Masterful preacher, eloquent orator august personality but when I typed his name in YouTube, he's sitting there with his scraggly old beard and his ratty t-shirt and he had 12 views and I thought even the devil wants a king that don't know his calling not even hell wants a king that has lost his purpose and lost his worship and lost his harp you wouldn't be what you are if it hadn't been for the Lord, who held you up, called you, brought you out, restored you, redeemed you, reconciled you. David runs, smashes against the door. My plan didn't work. I thought I'd resurrect the memory of Goliath, I thought I'd barter away what I've accomplished in the spirit world, but they don't even want it back. (laughs) See, let me tell you something tonight in the Holy Ghost. Every human being is spiritual. Don't let them tell you I'm not spiritual. That's a lie from hell. Every human is spiritual. The question is, what side of the spirit world are you going to show up on? When Saul lost his anointing, he didn't lose spirit desire. He just went from the prophet to the witch of Endor. Everybody's spiritual. It's just which side of the spirit world do you show up in? And if there's a gift of faith, then there must be a robbery of faith. Lessness and let me tell you something. There's a danger. I come to preach in the Holy Ghost tonight. There's a danger in low moods. Beware of your mood. Beware of the mood you're in. I may say, Well, I'm not in the mood to worship. Where in a Bible did as it say if you feel like you're in the mood, the Bible said, Praise them in a damn. I don't feel nothing. Where's the Bible say you got to feel something? The Bible said, oh, clap your hands. All oh, you people. Make a joyful noise. Under the Lord. Because you... You, listen to me, you are going to act out in front of the enemy one way or another. You're going to either act mad or you're going to act glad. But either way, the enemy's going to judge how you behave. Some people don't understand the command that you just get out there and worship. Some people feel like this is sensationalism this is hype boom 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 and rocking, and rock and 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 this isn't real they're not spiritual they don't understand the depth of what it is when i get out there and say i'm either gonna resurrect goliath or i'm gonna resurrect the king i feel like i'm in a low mood but the lord shall bring me out low moods will drag you down low moods are extremely deceptive hey man your moods can trick you into believing your life is worth worse off uh, than it really is beware church rock church listen to me do not trust your mood the heart is desperately wicked I feel like the Holy Ghost wants to tell somebody that the greatest thing you're being a hey man wooed with is low moods don't fall to them they're a deceptive hey man why heart are you cast down you got to learn to talk to your heart why oh soul are you cast down you know better the Lord, the Lord has brought me through, hey, man, as it come back up here, Hey man, somebody get on the drums with me, hey, amen. praise him with the symbols, hey, man, so I so, said, I don't get it, I, I don't, I don't get it, I, I don't, I don't feel it, let me tell you something tonight in the Holy Ghost, I don't come to church to feel good. Say it again. I don't come to church to feel good. I come to church to think right. And if I think right, I'll feel good later. But the last thing I want to do is feel good when I'm not thinking right. I come because I want God to fix this right here. Fix my head. See, brother. Because if it's all on how I feel, my low moods will deceive me. They'll tell me my life is worse off than what it really is. And this is what David said. He said, I know that one day Saul will kill me. What he thought he knew was a lie. What he thought he knew Was not real. I've come to tell somebody in the Holy Ghost you do not know what you think you know. You do not know what you're feeling. Your feelings are a lie. Your feelings are a low mood. It's deceptive. It's deception. It wants you to think that how you feel is the reality. That's not real. I tell you what's real, hero oh Israel. The Lord our God is one Lord. Spirit, Hallelujah! I felt the Holy Ghost. Shema Israel, Adonai Eloheinu Adonai That's what's real what's real what's going on in here isn't real see low moods will convince you that what you're feeling is the story of your life and this is what happened this is what happened with with the old man Jacob He said, Oh, I know what's going on. He said, You've taken my son, and my youngest is gone, and now you've got the other one. And Joseph is not. See, he thought he knew something, but what he didn't know is that Joseph was the viceroy of all of the known power of the world. He had never been that close to the miracle, he had never been that close. the victory he had never been that close and yet he thought he knew something you do not know what you think you know the difference the difference between weather and climate is a matter of time see weather is what comes in on the horizon a climate is what is the prevailing and dictating forces of nature see i lived in southern california for many many years and it was a desert place and it was a desert it was warm we'd get torrential downpours but that didn't make it south florida you know why because that was our weather but our climate was dry our climate was arid. Our climate was desert. But what happens is climate is what prevails. Climate is what is real. Weather is the outside that moves in on your world and on your life. You got to learn what climate is. And you got to learn what weather is. And don't let weather dictate what you do in a storm. Don't let weather dictate how you live, how you praise how you worship, how you preach, how you dance. My weather is not gonna rule my climate. I am blessed, I am favored. And the weather moves in on your mood. See, your mood is not climate climate says I'm a son of God but weather says I don't even feel saved amen let me tell you something I may not feel certain ways some days but I am what I am because God has made you David let weather dictate what he was going to do And he ran to the cave of Adullam, And there he wrote two songs. And out of this most bizarre moment in all of David's life, absurd, wretched, ironic, unbelievably nuts, but somewhere in his spirit, God sent a prophet. And the prophet said, what are you doing here? get out of this cave because God has a call on your life and so all of a sudden David got reacquainted with what he was when he had faith and he started calling for symbols amen I will praise him on the high sounding symbols I will praise him on the organ I will praise him on the stringed instruments This is my climate, my climate is anointing, my climate is joy, my climate is faith, my climate is Holy Ghost, my weather may be down, my weather may be a mood, but my climate is the joy of the Lord, my climate is blessing. of where you're at get out of your mood get out of your fear get out of your little plan don't resurrect Goliath this church don't have to live on the past this church don't have to live on reactions we don't have to live trying to barter with old revivals old miracles we don't have to justify ourselves based on things god did last year god's getting ready to do something right now he said i want you to get out of this place and david departed and saw heard that david was discovered a prophet who's unknown gives David a word from God and the purpose of the word is to elevate your mind Saul never received the kindness Saul never received the privilege of a prophet he never got anybody to come by when he was low and say my God you are affirmed you're a mighty man you're a mighty king saul was living in a spirit world of human mechanizations he was living in a spirit world of human help and for a brief moment david resurrected goliath and made his first grave mistake but his mistake was that he started putting his foot forward in the wrong direction in the wrong purpose in the wrong trust in the wrong city in the wrong plan in the wrong results I want you in the Holy Ghost to put your foot forward in the right direction you're going to walk and the anointing tonight. The gifts of the Spirit are going to be loosed in this place. The power of the Holy Ghost is going to function as you have not felt it. Your dry spell is coming to an end. Your fear is going to be arrested. Your plan is going to be buried. angels in this place right now I feel ministering spirits with the high priest in this room right now I feel the glory of another world in this place I tell you you come on obey the Holy Ghost obey the Holy Ghost right now walk in it. Loose it in Jesus' name. Loose the gift of faith. Loose the gift of faith. Loose it. Come on, feel after him. Step. Step into it. Step into it. of Holies. You're in the Holy of Holies. You've made it to the Mercy Seat. drunk drink till you're lost in the spirit I see a covering in this place. I see the oil of the next chapter being released in this room right now. Are these not angels? Are these not ministering spirits that are in this room right now with us? It's not the calling coming back. Your promises are true to the Rock Church, Jesus. Your promises are true. Out of this book shall come their victories. Out of this book shall come their liberations. You let him encamp ten thousands of angels about you tonight. Let the holies of holies saturate your plans. the spirit of esther who says i will ask if the scepter is lifted i feel the scepter of the king raised tonight what does the bride want the angels are in this room right now the high priest enters Speak the bride while the scepter is raised. Bishop Williams, make your way up here quickly. Speak tonight, church. mouth in faith what do you want what do you want you don't have to hatch a plan you have anointing sir what do you want the scepters raised tonight the angels witness <laughs> right now what you want sir prophecy <laughs> Ah, let a world shaking move of your spirit erupt from this place let a world shaking move of your hand erupt from this house let it flow into the rest of this city uh, and this state and the country uh, and let it overflow around the globe, oh God, uh, that your name would be glorified. Let it be unfettered. Let it be unobstructed. Let it be without measure. Let it surpass the calculation and the predetermination of our own thoughts and hands and minds and our own plans. Let it be exceeding abundantly above all that we can even ask or think about in this moment, God. Let it unfold. Let it unfold, God let tonight be a marker. Let tonight be a marker in history. Let tonight be a marker in Rock Church history, God, that we point back to a moment of unfolding, a moment of revealing, a moment of actuation, a moment of motivation, a moment, of motivation, a moment oh God, of revelation in this house. I prophesy over every family uh, under the sound of my voice tonight. uh, They're not here by accident. uh, They're not here as collateral, uh, but they are here by divine purpose. uh, In your hand, uh, they are here as pillars uh, and rocks. uh, that are the foundation uh, of what you are doing in this city uh, and in this world. Uh, And so right now, I pray uh, your blessing over their life. Uh, I pray your favor over their life. Uh, I pray healing over their life. Uh, I pray, oh God, healing uh, in families uh, and marriages uh, and relationships. Uh, Open the window uh, of heaven uh, We receive it right now. 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 Give us wisdom, God. Give us favor. Give us dominion, oh God. Give us influence. Give us a double portion of anointing, oh God, uh, to carry out your mandate uh, and your call that is upon us.